Council. Welcome to One Shot, One Life, helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health, and your hopes and dreams. We help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot, one shot, one life. Welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad, Doug Fitzgerald on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome to the very first One Shot, One Life show. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and I am so grateful that you're joining us for the show today. My team has been looking so forward to this day for a while now, and uh, we're so excited to finally get it going. This is our first segment, and what I'd like to do just to give you a quick uh, description is give you an introduction of who I am, overview of how the show got started, uh, what our focus is going to be in the show, and what you can expect to hear every single Saturday. But before we go there, I'd like to introduce you to my producer who's been around, uh, well, we've been around since the beginning of KLIN, us both being here, uh, the man who's taking care of all the buttons behind the scenes so I can just sit back and chat with people. So I'd like to introduce to you uh, Josh Floyd. Josh, thank you so much for uh, believing in what we're doing. Uh, we've made it and we've got the show kicked off. So I'd like you to uh, just introduce yourself and share why you want to uh, jump on board with One Shot One Life. Yeah, absolutely. So um, again, uh, so my name is Josh. Hi. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was born and raised in Lincoln um, and uh Go Knights. So I know, Doug, you, you're an East guy, right? <laughs> East fan, Spartans. Yeah, yep, so yep. We'd, somehow we get along. Um, yeah, I lived here my whole life. I live on a little acreage just a couple, north, couple miles north of town with my wife, Crystal, our two-and-a-half-year-old son, Grayson, um, who's the light of my life. And, uh, yeah, I've kind of done a lot of different things, and I've always wanted to be in radio. And so I was kind of looking for a side gig, and I happened to see a job posting for uh, an on-air uh, position here at Broadcast House, not necessarily just KLIN, but I was doing the afternoon traffic. And uh, I thought, well, that might be kind of fun. And uh, I did that for a little while, um, about a week. And then uh, the uh, the Drive Time Lincoln guys, Commander Jack, and his producer at the time, were both going to be on vacation. And so our boss, Steve, was like, hey, do you want to run the board? Do you want to produce Drive Time Lincoln? Well, these guys are out. There's a new host coming in. His name is Doug, and uh, you know you can just work with him. I was like, well, sure. I'm the kind of guy that you know I kind of say yes to everything, so I jumped right on it. And um, I think it was like day one. Mm -hmm. You and I just clicked. Yep. I mean, we we just got along right away. And uh, and you explained to me that you might have a show coming up. It was kind of in the works. You explained to me what One Shot One Life is all about, and it hit immediately. And I just thought, you know what, this this guy, like, this is a big idea. This is this is something that can change lives. Hmm. And I, you know, I mean, it was a no brainer. You you know, we we talked about it a little bit, and you know, we kind of kicked around the idea of me coming on and, and producing this show. And as yep, immediately. And you know, we've talked a lot since then. And I've you know, I again, I, I believe in what you're doing here. I I believe in in you know your purpose and i believe in in your book and the pillars that i'm sure you're going to get into yep. soon and uh 
yeah, I'm just, man, I'm just privileged to be here. Well, thanks for being part of the team. You will be vital as you push the buttons and make sure everybody sounds good and I sound good and then we get the conversation flowing. And um, I just have you uh, as an extra voice in here as well. I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. That's great. Thank you, Doug. All right. Well, let me share a little bit about myself and how this whole show ended up, uh, you know, becoming into being. Uh, I grew up in Albion, Nebraska, which is about two and a half hours northwest of here. And when I was a young kid... I remember, I don't know about uh, you all, but I remember when I was a young kid, I'd shoot basketball hoops, you know, in my in our driveway with the boombox going. And Casey Kasem was always on that I'd listen to in the American Top 40, right? And I'm like, I want to be Casey Kasem someday. For some reason, that seed was planted in my head. And, um, you know, fast forward a couple of years, Albion gets a brand new radio station called KLBN. It's not there anymore. But I thought, you know what? I was 16 at the time and I didn't know if it was going to happen, but my folks always encouraged me to live out my dreams. So I go in, I go to the general manager said, I'd love to have a job here. And he's like, sweet. Can you work on the weekends and punch buttons? And I said, sure. So I ended up running Casey Kasem's show, right? From records back then. So that's how I got started in radio and that the love for radio just continued to grow. I worked in for radio for about eight years, worked at a few different stations around the state. Um, then God called me to be a pastor for 13 years, both in Texas and here in Nebraska. And for the past 15 years, I've been in business with my wife. We run five different businesses right now. Uh, and uh, that's really helped us you know, be able to live out the dreams that we have in our lives but i've always desired always desired and knew that somewhere down the road i would be back in radio again and as long as it was on my terms in a way that i could share my message uh with people and so really this is kind of like a dream coming true just sitting right here today uh having a chance to really kick off this show my passion has always been as long as i can remember is to help people live the absolute best possible life and uh, ultimately so that they can add value to themselves and value to their family and value to those that are around them. Um, about five years ago, um, I was at a point where I'm like, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And so I hired a business coach. And by the way, I highly, highly recommend and highly believe that investing in yourself is, is important and vital if you want to move to the next steps in life. And one of the first things that she had me do was ask this one question to my friends and colleagues. So I asked 92 friends and colleagues, what do you worry about that keeps you up at night? And Josh, you can, I want you to turn on your mic and answer this question. What do you think was, we, we, first of all, 92, nearly everybody got back to me with heartfelt, deep answers and really revealed themselves and were transparent with me. And we took that information, we compiled it. But Josh, what do you think was the top thing that people worried about? I'm going to guess money. Money's right on. Boom. Money is one of the top things that people worry about in this country. And we're going to, we're going to, our first guest actually is going to help us with money here in just a few minutes. But uh, the top seven responses were money, people or relationships, faith, work and career, health. Number six was sex, but we ro roll that into relationships, right? And the final one was hopes and dreams. In other words, people feeling like their overall life, hope and dream has just kind of slipped by and that they just don't have anything else to offer people, which is absolutely not true, and that's why we're doing this show. And the other thing is worry causes detrimental effects in people's lives. And we're going to dig more into that next week about how it can impact your life physically. Um, but ultimately, this is how One Shot, One Life came to be. Then my business coach asked me to do this. She said, all right, we're creating this opt-in on a website. And opt-in is like, you know, where you go to a website and they ask you to put in your email address and your name, and then they give you something for free. 
She said, why don't you create a PDF file, two-page PDF file, of what your ultimate success formula is. Now, I've been teaching principles of success pretty much my whole life and my whole career. And so I set out to write this two-page PDF. Here was the problem. It wasn't two pages. <laughs> so I said, Joy, this is not a PDF. This is a book. And she goes, well, write the dang book. And so, so I set out on a journey. It took about two years to write my book called One Shot, One Life. And that turned into an Amazon best-selling book. Then from that, we created an online course, developed several mastermind groups, and I'm also a one-on-one -on -one personal success coach as well. Plus, over the last five years, um, I've been putting on One Shot, One Life seminars, speaking across the country, and hosting my own podcast called One Shot, One Life. And our overall purpose uh, for what we do is to help people stop worrying. So I want you to remember this. We help people stop worrying and start winning in the vital areas of their life by providing powerful tools and resources to help them in the areas of money, people, faith, work and career, health, and your overall hopes and dreams. Now, the reason why I'm so passionate about our purpose is this. Because I have personally implemented these principles in my life with great success and I've seen thousands of people from across the country and world implement them as well with great success. And that's why I want to get this message out. So here's how it comes back to KLIN, all right, and getting back into radios. Because I haven't been sitting in front of a mic for 30 years. So when Josh and I met and I was filling in for Drive Time Lincoln, it was 30 years. Uh, and it was just like, you know, putting on an old baseball gloves. It just felt right, like I was made to do this, you know. So um, You stepped back into it seamlessly. Well, you, well, you made it you. look so easy. Well, you helped, right? I mean, you were doing a great job producing everything. But uh, so I, you know, I, I in, tw in September of 2019, I had a chance to meet our general manager here at Broadcast House. Her name is Amy Graham. And share really with her, my heart and passion for bringing this message to the listeners of KLIN. And I personally want to thank Jeff Dostal, a dear friend of mine here in Lincoln, for helping make that connection with Amy. And, and it was a great conversation. And then um, fast forward after the pandemic, in February of this year, uh, Amy reached back out to me, along with the program director here at KLIN, Steve King, and we began developing the show. And I want to personally thank Amy and Steve for believing in our message and also for working so hard to give us a shot to be able to get where we're at today and kicking off the show. I also want to thank uh, our sports director and assistant program director, Caleb Henry. Uh, Caleb, behind the scenes, has been doing a ton of hard work to help get the show up running, get everything produced, get everything set up. So, Caleb, thank you so much for getting us to where we're at um, at this point. So, what can you expect with the show each week? Let's walk through really what our format is going to be. Every Saturday morning from 11 to 12, we're going to bring our listeners practical, relevant, and life-changing interviews and insights from myself and our inspiring guests and our amazing experts. And um, how we're going to do this is one week we're going to touch upon one of the six key areas, money, people, faith, work, health, your hopes and dreams. And then the next week we're going to interview inspirational guests who are literally taking full advantage of their one amazing life to inspire us to do the same. And then we'll repeat that process over and over and hopefully encourage uh, you along the way. And also, each week, we're going to be sharing key parts of what I call the ultimate success formula so that our listeners, so that you can walk away with a practical roadmap to use 
to really seriously succeed at anything in life if you desire to implement those principles. They're not secret principles. They've been around for thousands of years. These aren't mine. Uh, we've just packaged them in what we call the ultimate success formula. So um, along with that, uh, we're also broadcasting each week on Facebook Live, which I'm super grateful for, which will allow us to reach a, a greater audience. I want to thank uh, Kenny Larrabee. Kenny's here in the studio with us today. He's our digital director here at Broadcast House. And also uh, uh, John Howell. John is going to be our Facebook uh, producer. So we're going to have a couple producers in the studio, which I'm grateful for. So thank you guys for helping us out. And again, I want to thank Jeff Dostel, Amy Graham, Steve King, Caleb Henry, and uh, Kenny and, and, and John again. Uh, but on a side note, uh, I've been filling in for the commander, like you said earlier, Josh, uh, Jack Riggins on Drive Time Lincoln, and also for Jack Mitchell on uh, LNK Today in the morning show. And I want to thank them for entrusting me uh, with their audiences as well and supporting me as we're kicking off One Shot, One Life. All right, I'm ready to jump in. You guys ready to roll? Whole team here? All right, let's go do it. It is 1118, and we're going to take a short break. And when we return, we're going to talk about the number one worry that most people have, and that is in the area of money. Financial expert Michael Krauss will be joining us with his top tips to help us uh, stop worrying and start winning with our money. You're not going to want to miss it. And if you have someone you know uh, that might want to hear about this information, go ahead right now and have them tune in. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back to the show. It is 1119, and I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Uh, I want to encourage you to download and use the KLIN app. My wife and I use it all the time. Put it on your, you know phone, your iPad, uh, and then you can take us around wherever you go. You could be in the shopping mall, you can be out at to eat and listening to us in the background, and obviously we'd appreciate you sharing the message. So, uh, Also, um, if you want to join the conversation, now's your time. We'd love to have you join us. Simply call or text in to the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline. That number is 402-479-1400. I was talking to Josh earlier, and I said, you know what? Hey, if we've got guests that we choose to be on the air that have really great questions, um, you know what we're going to do? We are going to give them a copy of my best-selling book, One Shot, One Life. We'll even autograph it for them. How's that? Think that's a good deal? That's awesome. All right. So yeah, go ahead and call in if you got a question for our guest today. Again, it's 402 479 1400 Well, in the first segment, we just talked about the focus of the show and that we're going to be bringing you each week practical, relevant, and life-changing interviews and insights uh, from inspiring guests and experts in the field uh, to help us stop worrying about the things of life and start winning at life. And, you know, over the years, I've worked with a lot of people intimately, and I found that one of the top most worries that people have is in the area of money. So today I asked financial expert Michael Krause to join us in the studio. Michael is the vice president of Plan A Wealth Management here in Lincoln, and he's been helping people successfully handle their own money and investments for over 12 years. So, Michael, welcome to One Shot, One Life. Thanks for having me, Doug. It's great to be here. Uh, you, I, I tell you what, thank you for being willing to be the first guest as well. Oh, my pleasure. It's fun to be on the front end of something so exciting. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I want you to go ahead and share with our listeners about your life story, uh, your background, and ultimately how you became so passionate about finances. Grew up in a pastor's home down in South Texas, where I still call home. I miss the climate and the Mexican <laughs> food down there. But um, yeah, grew up in a pastor's home, and faith was always very important from an early stage. And uh Lord led me um, toward the direction of ministry, mm -hmm. right? In the Garden of Gethsemane, my first 
trip over to Israel, he made it very clear that ministry was part of my future direction. So as I pursued that direction in college, um, had a mentor of mine say that you need to learn everything you can about money. If you're going right. to run a family, you're going to manage a church, you need to understand this. Yes. So I, my first year in grad school at seminary, I had a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, would do my reading with God in the morning, and then read the financial pages and to see what was going on and begin to get an understanding around money and how it works in this world. And um, just had a real heart to help people, especially those in ministry, to kind of get control of their financial life. And so the Lord eventually led me to Nebraska, where we now have two kids uh, who are full-blood Nebraskans. And uh, my <laughs> wife from Northern California has fallen in love with Lincoln. Yay. It's been a great place to raise a family. And um, I get to spend my days helping people in the area of money and on the weekends as a pastor, help them find out what faith looks like for them and to pursue what makes life meaningful. And it's just been, it's been a heck of a ride. You know, what's interesting about that. Uh, I have found, you know, as my kids have gone through school, my son uh, all the way through college, my daughter through her trade school is um, they're not taught about how to handle finances. No, it, it really, and it is the top thing that you actually have to deal with in your life. And like I said before, it's a top thing people worry about. Absolutely. And we see that people don't do it well early on. Right. They have to spend years digging themselves yes. back out of that hole. Yes. And it's painful sometimes for a lot of people. Actually, some people never get out of the hole. Yes, sir. And that's what we want to do here at One Shot. And today is start the conversation to help people be able to really successfully handle their money. You know, I always tell people that I work with that you need to tell your money what to do. Don't let your money tell you what to do. And that's about this control. So from your experience, Michael, um, where is the best place for someone who really is worrying and struggling with money to start out? The best place to send them is the hardest place, right? You got to start with taking control. Yep. The majority of people who have not been taught well how to manage their finances, they just feel so overwhelmed. They yep. don't know where to start, what to do, and it never feels like there's enough money left at the end of the month. So that first step is to take control of your finances. And Doug, as you said, you're going to tell every dollar that comes into your home in that month where it's going to go. You decide what happens with those dollars. Now, yep. obviously, if you've got some commitments, right, mortgage, utilities, <laughs> yep. we're going to put those on the sheet as well. But then you get to decide where you're going to put that money, what brings you most joy in life. You know, a lot of people get overwhelmed, and what I've learned with their finances, and they get so overwhelmed and stressed out about it that they feel like they can't climb out of the hole, and so they decide not to do anything. Mm -hmm. Kind of like... And I, I, I did this early on in our marriage. I, we struggled with that until we really turned things around. When I had my son, he was a couple years old ago. I remember looking at him in the crib and saying, I got to change something here or else he's not going to be able to live the dreams that he wants to live out in his life. If, and I don't want to hold him back from that if there's a financial element to that. So, uh, yeah, so people need to get started really identifying that. What would be their next step? Next step is kind of to take control. First, if you're telling your money where to go, then you've got to stop it from going places you don't want it to go. Yep. Usually, define that broadly as debt, right? <laughs> what what debt? Because you're, in a sense, making someone else rich, right? It could be a bank, could be another institution, could be another person, but we want to kind of eliminate debt as much as possible so that money's going to places that help pursue or put forward our dreams yep. and values, not someone else's. So getting control on debt, for most people, it means you're spending less. And that's a hard thing, Doug. We know that it's not an education issue, right? It's yep. a behavioral issue. Yep. And that's really where kind of the rubber meets the roll. Are, are you willing to take control of your finances and stop spending as much as you are right now in hopes that you can do better 
later on. Right, redirecting and budgeting is what you're you, we're saying the B, the B word now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, ultimately about budgeting and um, helping redirect those those funds to where they need to go. And the other option then is too, uh, from what I've you know realized when working with people is you know is there also another way to create other income? You know, to create what we call that surplus income because that, you want to take that surplus then right to start achieving certain things. So once they started getting a handle on their money, you started mentioning budget, what are some things where they can start utilizing that surplus money that really makes sense? Once you have some surplus money, right? Obviously having it inside a an emergency fund, a bank account that's kind of protected because that's what starts to feel like you have control, right? You're not feeling so overwhelmed. You're like, hey, if something goes really wrong in my life, I have this safety net here and I start to feel better about my money. Once you have a little bit extra income on top of that, now you can start to do some fun things. How do I help achieve the things I want to in the future? Generally, the broad topic is investing, right? What am I going to invest in now that makes my future life more like I want it to be and what I hope it to be? And I think at that point, it becomes so valuable, Doug, to find someone like you did with your business coach, right? If you want to go to the next level, there's a ton of information available on Google. You could read for years upon years and still not do anything with it. So to hire someone who says, listen, help me figure out how do I live the best life I can with the money I have. Mm-hmm. But usually it takes, you got to get to that extra income before you're able to transition to that point. So you mentioned emergency fund. Let's go back and talk about that. What would you recommend a good amount to have set aside as an emergency fund? Rule of thumb is three to six months. If you have two incomes in the household, you can go more toward that three month. If you're the single breadwinner, we encourage that six month process just because again, as we've seen in the pandemic, anything can happen right and so having that extra cushion usually is a safer place to be okay so the first step would be having that emergency fund should they have a smaller one before they get started and we'll talk about paying off debt in a second but should what about if nobody has anything i think the average oh what i read in the last stats the average person has less than four hundred dollars if they needed to scrap it up today yes for an emergency what about just a real immediate emergency amount and if you have nothing yeah getting to that five hundred dollar mark okay it's untouched in a savings account that is a great place to be once you've hit that if you can bump it up to that thousand dollar mark okay. that's what we usually call hey you're now in a good place so you can handle most emergencies that come your way right and uh you know i i was working with a group last year during the pandemic and all of them were able to save thousands of dollars when they thought they weren't able to, wow. but nearly every one of those had Murphy hit, right? They had something <laughs> happen in their lives that cost them money. And here's what we found out. Most of those were, uh, you know, it was appliances, car issues, that type of thing. And there wasn't anything less than a thousand dollars. Wow. And so obviously with the way inflation's going up, you know, get that 500,000, maybe 2000 as quick as you can. I mean, you can, and I can tell, I tell people they can get that money. You can get that money quick. Like you can find ways to save up a thousand dollars, even though you, you don't. What are some ways people might be able to save up a quick thousand bucks? First place we're going to have you look is what are you spending on? And I'll start with subscriptions, right? Those monthly right. things that just keep going now. And maybe you've got three, four. I know in our house we have a few too many Disney Plus subscriptions going on, right? So you have multiple <laughs> subscriptions for the entertainment side. Where can we trim down that that doesn't make life absolutely miserable, right? Gym membership. 
Do I go? Okay, I'll keep it. If I haven't gone in six months, the likelihood I'm going next month is not very right. good. So, right, let's going to cut that out. So first look at the subscriptions. What can we get rid of? And then it goes to lifestyle. So many of us enjoy a morning latte, right? Lunch out there at the office or dinner out on Friday nights. And man, those bills add up regardless of what you're eating. And so again, can we make a little bit of difference in the next few months in that kind of entertainment and dining categories that will allow us to funnel that money over to a better place so that we're prepared for when Murphy moves in next door. Yeah. And I just had that happen this week. I found out one of my subscriptions actually bumped up from nine ninety five a month to seventy nine good ninety five a month. All right. And so I contact them around and say, what's going on? They're like, hey, you know, because of everything going on, we've had to raise our prices. And I'm like we're going to cut this out, <laughs> right? So I had to make a cut there, and I made a cut in another area, too. So the subscription thing alone, a lot of people just don't realize. They put it on a credit card, and what happens? It just comes about automatically, Automatic. and they don't look at it. They don't look at it. So we're going to talk about debt in a second. We're going to take a quick break, but uh, we're going to get into the d- the D word, debt, all right? And help, and, and uh, Michael's going to help us out there, and how do we handle that? How do we eliminate it in a way that allows us to really uh, pursue what we want to pursue with our finances uh, in our lives? It is 1130, and you're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 and And we're talking with financial expert Michael Krause. He's doing an awesome job for us today. He's a vice president of Plan A Wealth Management here in Lincoln. If you have a question for Michael, you can join us by calling or texting the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400. If you do and we choose you to be on the air, we'll give you an autographed copy of One Shot, One Life. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and then we'll continue the conversation with Michael right after this. You only have one shot in this amazing one life, helping you make every single day count. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back. It is 1132. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and thank you so much for joining us on One Shot, One Life. As a matter of fact, uh, our intro and closer have our theme song called One Shot, One Life. We're going to have the... Uh, the band and the owner of the song and the owner of the band down the road on the show to talk about how we actually got the name One Shot, One Life, which actually came from the song. But it's an amazing song, and if you would like a free copy of that song, all you have to do is go to OneShotOneLife.com. They're right there on the homepage. Uh, put your email address in. We'll send that free song out to you. You have an MP3, and you can – I listen to it all the time when I run – when I'm driving into the studio, getting all jacked up and pumped up for the show. Uh, so we'd love for you to be able to have that for free. Well, we've been talking with financial expert Michael Krause, who is the vice president of Plan A Wealth Management here in Lincoln. And Michael's been sharing some amazing tips to help us stop worrying and start winning with our money. And we just left off talking about the D word, debt. All right. So if you have a question for Michael, now's the time to call in or text uh, at 402-479-1400. So let's jump right into debt. So we've talked about budgeting and trying to reallocate funds to have that surplus money. Now we have a little bit of an emergency fund set aside. Let's start paying off some debt. How do we do that? Like what's the, you know, I have people always saying, well, where do I start? Doug, there's two approaches to paying off debt, and one is the for those nerds out there, which I am one of, right? You look I'm mathematically and say, hey, highest interest rate. I'm paying that off. I'm tired of paying that much. However, one thing we've learned from behavioral finance is that people are not rational, right? right? We're emotional I beings, agree. and so sometimes for a number of people, it makes sense to pay off the smallest debt first. I agree. To get some momentum, so you start moving forward and say, I can do this. I can do this. I knocked out that $300 debt. Let me take on the $800 debt. And you begin to snowball yes. those debt payments 
into each successive one. So I found for the majority of people, even though I lean toward the nerd side, paying off the smallest debt first generally works a lot faster for the majority of people. I agree, and it works, and, it's, and, it, and it is. There's, there's something, once you get into it, although you got to get over the, the shock of how much debt you're in, right? You're like, oh, I'm in so much debt. But once you get over that and you start working on it and you start achieving some success with it, it gets exciting. I mean, like you said, we're, I'm a nerd too. So I love this whole idea. And as you start working with people and get excited about it, they get excited about it. And they start celebrating their successes when they pay them off. That's yes. a, a key point. Absolutely. Celebrate. Absolutely. And I think it's important to say here, no matter where you're at and how much debt you're under, it's not too late. Right. You are not broken. You're not dumb. It's not too late to start. Starting now will put you in a better shape for your financial future. So get started. I agree. I just pulled um, some uh, stats off of bankrate.com, they give a quick snapshot of the 22 consumer debt that happened last year. This is during the pandemic from Experience Credit Review. So here we go. Um, let's talk about this, and maybe you can kind of see where you rate in this. Uh, the average credit card debt for the average American is fifty, a little over $5,300. Uh, personal loan debt, over $16,000. Auto loans of over $19,000. You get a trend here. We're yes, going up it's not as I go. Should I just stop? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Am I depressing everybody? Uh, student loans. This is a big one. Um, over thirty-eight thousand oh. dollars. And then you got your home equity lines of credit. And a lot of people get um, you know get those credits to make ends meet, right? Mm. Uh, when you know appliance breaks down, car breaks down, all that. Over forty-one thousand oh. dollars just in the home equity line of credit. And then the average mortgage is over two hundred and eight thousand dollars. So Those that's are big numbers, Doug. Big numbers. So, I, you know, one of the questions that I got earlier this week was, um, you know, when you look at paying off debt and investing, someone said, "Well, should I pay off debt before investing in something like a four hundred one k?" So, let's say you're at a job, you're you, you've got a four hundred one k, maybe you have some matching going on. Uh, Michael, what's your philosophy in regards of you know debt? versus investing at that point. Because if you're looking at this, that this is the average person. You're looking at 20, I'm doing some quick addition here, 20, over $300,000 right here in debt, mm. right? Just for the average person in America. So what do you think in regards to paying off debt versus the investing side? One of the problems we have with when choosing to invest versus pay off debt is that the round rate of return you're going to get on your investment is unknown. Right. right? Especially what's now. going to happen in the market. <laughs> Especially right? now. However, most of those debts, we know how much you're paying, and it's usually pretty high. So there seems to be a lot more momentum that you can get by paying off that debt. The only exception is if your company does offer a match and you right. want to take advantage of that because it's free money. I can totally understand that. It doesn't give me heartburn. But any extra money should not be going to that investment. we got to get rid of that debt because getting rid of that will help you get further Faster. Okay, so someone, you know, I'm sure you know you're, someone's probably sitting out there going, "Well, how do I how do I figure that out?" So one of the things that I encourage people to do, and, and I'm curious to know what you think about this, is I believe that everyone should start developing what I call financial team. Mm. Right? These are people that will walk alongside you, give you good advice uh, on where you're at and where you want to go, and then help you achieve that process. So um, what do you think about that? Because I think a financial team is important. I've got a list of people that I think should be on that team, but what do you think? Yes, sir. We highly encourage clients at any level to be working with not only an accountant, 
but an attorney. Yep. Right. Those two need to be a part and parcel to your financial strategy because one, we don't want them to ever be surprised. Right. Neither of those two like like surprises. <laughs> right. right. But also, not only will keep you out of jail, but help you go further faster in your financial <laughs> life. Right. right. They actually bring ideas to the table and say, "Hey, if you did things this way, it will actually help you accomplish your goals more efficiently and effectively." So. We highly encourage those should be the minimum two on your financial mm-hmm. team in addition to whoever's helping you manage the other part of your finances. So that's usually a financial advisor, yep. right? An insurance guy yep. if you need insurance. So we encourage people to stick with a specialist. Mm-hmm. No one's good at everything, right. right? So have your insurance guy do your insurance, your investment guy do your investments, and don't let anybody draw up your will or trust outside of an attorney, right? Right. Yes, there are some online things available. However, there's too many loopholes in yeah. each state specific, and you just don't know what you don't know. So hire the professional. Right. And that's extremely important. And don't, you know, here's the thing. If you've got a good attorney and a good accountant, they're going to want to work together. Mm-hmm. In other words, they're going to want to know uh, what is going on in your life. And so that they can work. I know my, I ours know each other, work together, right? And yes. so they know we're, t- they're all, my point is they're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. They know what we're trying to achieve and they're working together to get there. You don't want them all on different pages either, right? No. So they all need to be on the same page. So that's really great, uh, great advice. All right. Um, we've kind of looked a little bit at debt, right? And you mentioned earlier about having an emergency fund of three to six months. And I think, you know, I know for a lot of people, they think, ah, three to six months, how can we save that up? And why is it so important? Mm -hmm. Last year was the ultimate example of why it's important to have that fund. Why don't you share more about that? We actually saw some hopeful stuff at the beginning of the pandemic, right? People were so scared of the unknown that they actually stopped spending as much. Yes. They started saving. The stimulus checks came in, and they actually, the first place it went was to saving. Yep. Problem is, people started spending so much time in their home, they're like, you know what? We could really do with a little bit of a nicer kitchen, right? You know what? We need to upgrade these plants. And so that money that at first started going towards savings, then started to go into those living expenses and Home Depot, they just did fantastic, right? They were making right. bank last year. So- the pandemic was a good reminder that anything can happen anytime. And we want people, as you said earlier, to free them from the worry of the money. Yeah. And it's hard to do that if you don't have that safety net for when the next pandemic could come. So again, it's just so important. Remember how it felt when that pandemic came? Yes. The, the unknowns were so prevalent that we want you to have that safety net because the unknowns will happen yep. and it will come home. Yep. And it's not necessarily, not, not necessarily just a pandemic, although... We're starting to see some re-emergence um, of masks mandates coming out and um, the, uh, more of the, you know, the pandemic starting to flare its ugly head again. Yes, and so it might happen again where we start you know, pulling back. Not that we want it to, no. but be prepared for that. But then there are other things, too, that happen in life. I mean, there are just... Job loss. Job losses. What else? Loss of a spouse. Yeah. So you lose that income... Not only are you starting to deal with the emotional burden of that, but now you have an income that's not coming in. And if your insurance guy has not done his job, right, talking to your financial advisor and gotten you covered enough, you could be in a very dangerous place at that point. We have a a close friend whose son's going through a bone marrow transplant, Mm. just eight years old, in something so large of a medical condition, you don't know what kind of medical bills are coming your way, right? You don't know what's going on on the inside. So having that emergency fund packed and cemented just allows you to navigate some of the waters of life. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh 
life is life, man. It's not easy all the time. So, and we want to stop worrying about all this stuff. So, all right. So let's kind of change gears before we close things out. Uh, now that we've talked about debt and budgeting and all that stuff, let's talk about the fun stuff. All right. Uh, once you free up that debt and that extra income, then you get to really invest in your future. Maybe give to you know organizations you want to give to, invest in your family and and your future needs. Uh, talk to us a little bit about investing. That's your kind of your very focus and and forte. Investing helps you accomplish your goals and dreams. Right may not be primary and necessary in some people's circumstances, especially if you've inherited a bunch of money. But for the majority of us, if we're going to live the kind of life we want to live and have the impact that we want to have in the future on our kids, on our grandkids, on our city, and even on the world around us, we have to have the that wealth to be able to distribute it later in life. The way to do that is by investing. Right. And again, for most people, the easiest place starts with your 401k. Take advantage of it. Set aside a certain portion of your income. Depending on your age, we like the 15 to 20% of income bracket, right? Set that amount and have it going in there because as you said earlier, you're investing in yourself. You're investing what you want to happen in the future. Um, one things I remind our clients all the time, time in the market is more important than timing the market. You will never call the right ah. time to get in ever in life, so stop trying. <laughs> so just get the money in the market and spending time there. It's better to be in the market in a decent investment than to wait for the perfect opportunity with the perfect investment. You'll get further, faster in your finances by just getting in the market and letting the money be there. Okay. All right, so let's bring up, we talked about this earlier, um, earlier this week. Uh, let's bring up something that people have, it's kind of been a little buzz and it's mm. starting to, starting to grow as far as the investment side. And, you know, we're starting to see like Robinhood pop up and other types of investments. What about cryptocurrency? Yes. <laughs> Just, I mean, we don't want to dig into it. We want to, might want to bring you back to talk more about Absolutely. it because a lot of people have. But what about cryptocurrency? What do you think about that? And is, uh, how do we navigate with that? I've had more questions over the past four years on, marijuana, Bitcoin, and GameStop. And usually <laughs> when I ask go. somebody, what, what brings right. up the question, it's like, well, I can make a whole lot of money real fast. Right. Usually a terrible motivation for an investment. <laughs> right. right. So I always encourage education before investment. Yes. Learn what it is, how it works. And so going through the certification course right now on digital assets and crypto to help people understand how this works and the impact that it could have in our future. I love the crypto world. I just am cautioning people about if you don't understand it, now's not the best time to get in, right? So, um, but it is a fascinating world that I think is going to have far-reaching effects on us for decades to come. I couldn't agree more. The ultimate success formula, our foundation there is finding proven plans. Mm. And proven plans mean uh, plans that have worked for people and are developed by people who have actually implemented it themselves, which goes back to what you're saying. Learn about this stuff before you just jump in. Don't go in, you know, and you don't have, and I think especially if you have an advisor and all, you don't have to just learn everything, no. but at least get some basic knowledge of what's happening with your money, right? Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? And a great advisor will educate you to the level of depth and degree that you want to so that you can understand what's going on in your finances. But again, that person needs to be able to have the heart of a teacher. Say things in a way that you understand it. Right. Otherwise, it's kind of going to church on Sunday. If you don't understand what the guy up front saying, of what value is it to you right. at all? Right. Well, Michael, you have been giving us some amazing, amazing financial information to help us stop worrying with money. We're going to close things out with final question I'm going to ask every single guest that comes on the show. Uh, it's what we call the multiplier, and that's wisdom, right? You're going to give us wisdom if you, and it's if you knew then in life, earlier in life, what you know now, 
What is one thing that you wish you'd have known earlier that would have had a greater impact on you and those around you? Mm, deep thoughts. To live the life of an unhurried soul, to slow down, hmm. not try to get to the next place so fast, not try to maximize my time and efficiency and effectiveness. I am more harsh with my spouse and my kids hmm. when I'm too busy trying to get from one place to another and I miss out on the better things in life. So just learning to slow down, drive in the slow lane, drive the speed limit, not be in such a rush, and just to be able to enjoy this one life that yeah. we have. Uh, that's excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you also for sharing your expertise and passion in finances. Um, hopefully we'll have you back down the road. I'm looking forward to it, Doug. Thank you so much. You bet, Michael. Thank you. How can people get in touch with you if they want more information? Plan A Wealth. 402-975-8008 or even my email, Michael at planawm.com. Planawm.com. All right, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. We thank appreciate you, it. Doug. He was awesome. Well, it is 1146. We've been talking with financial expert Michael Krauss, vice president of Plan A Wealth Management. We're going to be back to wrap up the show with my proven plan to help you win and succeed at anything in life. It's called the Ultimate Success Formula. Five powerful principles that will have that have helped thousands of people over the years, and I'm going to reveal them to you next. You are listening to One Shot, One Life on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything life. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Thanks so much for joining us today on the show. It is 1149 and I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Really appreciate you being here. I'm going to go ahead and highlight uh, next week's guest. But again, we want to thank Michael Krause for coming in and helping us stop worrying and start winning with money. Excellent information. Uh, if you, here's the thing. If you found any value in that, um, you can share both from our podcast at KLN.com. You can share the podcast there with people that you love and care about. You can also, we're broadcasting live on Facebook Live as well. You can go ahead and share that post too. We'd love for you to share it on your social media accounts and share it with those that you care about. Next week, we have an amazing guest lined up. We're super excited. I uh, brought her initially on back on Drive Time Lincoln, oh, about a month and a half ago, and it was just an amazing conversation. You're going to want to put this on your books and tune in next Saturday at 11. Uh, we're bringing in Kristen Christie. She's a 2018 Air Force Spouse of the Year, and she's going to share her heartbreaking yet inspiring story. Her husband died by suicide. Her son survived suicide, and she had another son who ran away, and uh, she hasn't seen him since for years. And she's going to share how she's turned her pain into her purpose. She has an amazing story. She goes around, she speaks at uh, different military bases in regards to suicide and suicide prevention. She shares her story, which impacts thousands of people's lives. And she's also responsible, get this, for getting legislation passed for the creation of the National Suicide Helpline. She worked with, uh, back then, President Trump and the Senate. And so that is going to be implemented next year, and that number is going to be 988. And it's an amazing story. Uh, Barry Law Firm, who sponsors Drive Time Lincoln, actually gave her an award 
um, a year ago, a little over a year and a half ago, because of her work with the Suicide Helpline. So we're going to bring her back next week. Great story. Uh, we want you to tune in. And here's the thing. If you have an amazing life story yourself that you want to tear, uh, tell our audience uh, where you've taken full advantage of your one life, or if you know of someone who would be a great guest on the show, uh, you can go ahead and email us at klin at oneshotonelife.com. That's klin at oneshotonelife.com. Or if you've got a comment or a question, you're uh, more than welcome to also contact us as well. Josh, we have a caller on the line. Is there, is there anything I need to know before we move forward? Uh, he, he wanted to call in and talk to Michael. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's just, he's our first caller. I know. Do we want to do that now or do we want to do wait? Is he ready to go or are we? Uh, he said he wasn't necessarily concerned with coming on the air. Okay. Perfect. All right. So he's going to talk after. He, well, he, he mentioned the, the 10, 10, 80 principle. Michael, are you, okay. are you familiar with that? Yes, sir. As far as how you. Oh, oh. Yes, sir. As far as how you allocate your money, um, some some percentages that can help people kind of understand where you should have your money going to. Some of it's giving, saving, slash investing, and spending. Um, but it can be a helpful tool for people. Great. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate that. And I just wanted to make sure that if we had a caller, yeah, we're going to get him on the air. So, yeah, yeah thank you so and, much. And he gets a book. And he gets a book. So he's going to hold. You're going to get his information, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Perfect. There you go. First book going out today. So appreciate that. Thank you so much for calling in. Well, hey, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show with the ultimate success formula. These are five powerful principles to help you win at anything in life. And I want to share these with you today. And here's the cool thing. Over uh, our, the entirety of our show, we will uh, just in little segments share little bits and pieces of the ultimate success formula. So today I just want to give you a quick overview of what those five principles are. And it will get you start thinking. You can go ahead and grab the book as well. We, we really dig into them in the book. So let's jump in. The first one is this. If you want to achieve anything important in your life, you need to set clear priorities. That's number one. And we call them priorities, not goals. A lot of people will say goals, and in a lot of people's minds, goals like a New Year's resolution. Like, yeah, I can, you know, I can take it or leave it. And after a few weeks, they kind of pretty much leave it, right? And so we want to help people set clear priorities in their life. And then, uh, you know, in a way to do that, and I'll just dig into this a little bit, the way to identify priorities that you really um, should pursue, people say, well, what should I pursue in life? Um, we call them needs, shoulds, or wants. Needs are things that you need to pursue that if you don't achieve them, they're going to have a detrimental impact on your life. So if you're getting a third notice from, the, uh, from your electric bill, and they're saying your electricity is going to be shut off, that's a need, all right? Shoulds are things like you always tell you, I always tell people don't should on yourself, right? When you're saying, I really should do this. Like I should save for my kid's college education, right? And then they get to be in grade school and middle school and high school, and the next thing you know, they're in college and you didn't save, right? Those are things I should, right? So that can identify a priority. And then wants are things I think people feel guilty about sometimes. Like there are things in your life that you do want, and that's what Michael talked about earlier today was, what are those things that you want to invest in that will add value to your life and those around you. So number one is set clear priorities. The second principle is to find a proven plan. All right. And I talked about this just a little bit earlier, but we want, we want you to find a proven plan to achieve that priority that has been proven. Either you know somebody in your life that has actually implemented it with success, or you know the person uh, who's created that plan has implemented it with success themselves. We find a lot of people create plans that they've never even used in their lives. And I'm like, stay away from that, all right? So uh, we want you to find a proven plan. The third principle is mastering persistence. I think for most people, uh, it's easy to set a priority, 
easy to find a plan, but the hardest thing is to carry it out. Mm -hmm. And we want people to master persistence in your life, carry those things out. So we'll talk a little bit about that and unpack that uh, over the next uh, several shows and throughout the entirety of the show. And the final two are what we call um, the multipliers. And we talked a little bit earlier about that. It's like, if I'd have known then what I know now in life, I'd have done some things differently. So one example I use is my wife and I, you know, we started dating back when we were um, in college. Uh, we were in Hastings at the time. I moved to Lincoln while she was still in Hastings. And this was back when uh, when you got on the phone and you, and you um, had long-distance calls that you paid for per minute. I don't know if you remember that. So that first month, we were just on the phone all the time. And we were just having a great time until I got the bill. Over $500, all right? Uh, that, if I'd have known then what I know now, I'd have done a few things differently, all right? So these last two principles are powerful, and I've learned that over the years, these have added extra value to achieving priorities. The fourth principle is the extraordinary benefits of regular evaluation. When you have a plan and you're implementing it, if you can regularly evaluate that plan in your life, um, you know you can have far greater success far faster. And the final one uh, is the remarkable power of a success partner. People will ask me when I go out to speak or they'll ask me uh, when I'm doing a podcast or being interviewed, what is, the, uh, what is the most powerful chapter in your book? Which one should I read for sure and really concentrate on? I believe it's the, the chapter on the success partner. And some people may call it accountability partner, but the reality is a success partner is there who really knows what your priorities are. They're there to encourage you, to push you on, to challenge you. They're there to celebrate your successes they're there to kind of pick you up and encourage you if you've, if you've stumbled along the way. Um, and they're there to just walk alongside you down the path. And so having a success partner in your life, life is vital. And I've had several success partners in different areas of my life over the years. Um, I was meeting with a group of people uh, a couple of days ago and I was just looking. I've had success partners in business, in finances, in health, in general life. Uh, I've had success partners. Maybe it's one person. Maybe it's a group of people, uh, but you can find it in different ways. And so we'll unpack that of uh, why do I need a success partner? How do I find a success partner? People will always ask. And then once you do have a success partner, um, what do you do? Like you know, if we're sitting here meeting or with a group of people, how can we implement this uh, success partnership in a way that truly adds value to our life? Does that make sense? So um, those are the key principles. Again, the ultimate success formula. Uh, set, number one, set clear priorities. Number two, find a proven plan to achieve those priorities. Number three, master persistence to carry out the proven plans and be successful with it. Number four, understand the ex uh, extraordinary benefits of regular evaluation in your life. And number five, uh, understand the remarkable power of having a success partner. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We really appreciate it. Again, uh, if you want to join us down the road, uh, simply call into our hotline at 402-479-1400. Also, you can uh, watch the rebroadcast on Facebook Live on any of our accounts, and you can also go to KLIN.com. There we will have the podcast of the show, and you can share that podcast with the show as well with your friends. Um, again, uh, thank you to Michael Krause for being here. It's been great to have you here. Uh, you shared some incredible tips on finances and we deeply appreciate that i also want to thank our producers today josh floyd we have john and kitty in the studio today helping us out as well and i want to thank everybody for joining us for the show uh, until then i want you to take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count